Hey, welcome back. This is Terry Jordan Adams of Sued by the Debt Collector, where we take the debt collector from predator to prey. Okay, well, in this episode, we're just going to do some Q&A. You ready for some question and, question and answer? Uh, forgive my hat. It rained today and I had to deal with the rain, so I just got in not too long ago. But let's move right into the Q&A, okay? So the first question comes from Arthur. Arthur says, if you owe the, excuse me, if you owe the debt, why don't you just pay it? His question is, if you owe the debt, why don't you just pay it? Well, Arthur, that's a really good question. But staying within the, the scope of what sued by the debt collector, what we do is we help you to avoid default judgments. Okay, so your question is, if you owe the debt, why not just pay it? Well, let me tell you why. If you have gotten to the place where you've actually been sued by a debt collector, well, now you have some due diligence. It's not, um, it seems like it would be simple enough to just say, okay, here's the money. Let me pay it because I owe it. But the problem is, is um, they, they've done the worst they can do to you outside of getting a default judgment on you. Now they've sued you. So you have to go through the process in order to make sure your due diligence is done and that you're not taken advantage of, okay? So what, what does that mean? That means there's a couple of things you need to look at. You've been sued by the debt collector, okay? One. Two, you have a certain amount of time to respond to the lawsuit. Okay, I've been sued. Now I need to figure out how much time um, I have to respond to the lawsuit so that I don't get a judgment a default judgment. Three, you have to figure out what they're claiming against you. Okay. Four, who the heck is suing you? Is it the original creditor? Is it a, a debt buyer, somebody that's spent pennies on the dollar to buy a, a pool of debts and that they've just turned around and sued you? Now you have to do your due diligence. So I understand that you know, you may recognize the debt. I understand that they may even name drop the original creditor, but the first piece of business that you have to take care of is who's suing you? Your time frame, and then who's suing you? Okay, because if it's not the original creditor that's suing you, then that means someone else is is attempting to assume the position of that original creditor. So you have to identify that. And then you need to go through the steps so you know exactly what they're claiming to make sure that they are not committing fraud against you or they are not scamming you. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, I study 600 cases a month after being sued personally and finding that the debt collector, i.e. the debt buyer, was suing me, they were using the court system to commit fraud against me. And so I had to go through the process. I had to look at what they were saying against me. I had to see what their position was, okay? I understand you may owe the debt, but you cannot enter into negotiations until you figure out 
who owns your debt. That, in my opinion, would be your first step. Once they identify that, you know, once they can actually prove they own the debt, then that's when you go into negotiations. But that's a process and it has to be proven. So Arthur, it was a really good question, but it's not as simple as just pay the debt once you've been sued, once you have a lawsuit. You want to go through the process of the lawsuit. The, the law says that if you don't respond, you will get a judgment. You will get a default judgment, plain and simple. So you got to make sure you do your due diligence, okay? Um, I have other videos on that. So if you just, you know, go through the videos or go through the um, podcast channel, um, all that is free and it's available for your consumption. So make sure you at least do that. All right, question number two says, um, Sharon says, should I respond to the lawsuit even if I am not working and our assets are in my husband's name? Hmm. Again, let me read that. Sharon says, should I respond to the lawsuit even if I am not working and our assets are in my husband's name? Well, Sharon, I am going to say absolutely 100% you should respond because it's not as simple as at this point, um, like Arthur said, you know, if you owe the debt, just pay it. Well, you may, there may be nothing in, in your name at this point in, in the game, but once you get a default judgment against you, it could last 10 years or after that 10 years, they can renew it or you know, God forbid um, something happened in your household and you're, you're then made responsible to become the, um, the primary financial provider in your household. Well, now you're open and you're exposed to the debt collector. Say now because you didn't answer because you thought, oh, I'm not working anyway and all, all of our assets, none of the assets are in my name. Well, now... Um, if the dynamic of your household happens to change, now you're exposed. And where you might need your finances the most, it could put you at risk. So you always want to respond to the lawsuit, even if you have no intentions on, on really paying it or dealing with it, whatever. You still have um, the court process you really want to manage. Okay. And I teach you strategy and I teach you things so that you know um, how to answer and so that you have the upper hand based on their behavior. So I wouldn't relinquish, um, if it were me, I would not relinquish my power just because um, I don't have anything in my name and my spouse is the primary, um, you know, the breadwinner. I wouldn't give that up because you don't know what's going to happen in the future. There's three time frames, the past, the present, and the future. The past has brought us to where we're at today, where we've gotten sued by the debt collector. The present determines the future based on what decisions we make today. So, and then the future, you don't, you're, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So don't relinquish your power today because this is the place that you always think you're going to be at. Okay doesn't mean you're going to lose. It just means you have to do your due diligence. Right? Right. All right. 
Now, Marcy says, I was just served a lawsuit the other day, and I'm stressed out. I don't know where to begin. Marcy, none of us know where to begin. So you are not alone. And all of us are stressed out. <laughs> I hate to say it that way, but it's true. Um, as people, we don't make a habit of being sued by anybody, let alone a debt collector. But, you know, sometimes life happens and we find ourselves in that position. So um, if you are stressed out, I'm going to give you a real simple solution. Why don't you text, give me a text at um, text consult, C-O-N-S-U-L-T at 877-505-0618. I will give you a free um, case evaluation. I will make some recommendations. And then, you know, you can figure out once we, you know, kind of talk, you can determine um, what direction you want to go to handle the lawsuit. And then we can make a plan from there. Okay. And that goes for anybody else that's out there. Make sure you just text me. Consult, C-O-N-S-U-L-T at 877-505-0618. There's what I found, what I went through was that there was not a lot of resources that were designed to help someone that was representing themselves. And um, once I got through the process using my particular formula, um, I found that there was a lot of um, fraudulent activity and I, I learned how to audit the situation and defend myself and win the cases and other clients are winning too so just make sure you text console okay all right and know that you are not without hope okay please don't give up question number four comes from Tyler Tyler says what should I do if hiring an attorney costs more than the debt I owe. All right, Tyler, let's let's spell this out. If hiring an attorney is going to cost you more than it's, it would to take care of the debt or if you were to represent yourself, it doesn't make sense to hire an attorney. Um, that's one side of the coin. The other side of the coin is if you do choose to hire an attorney and you believe that you have a winning case, um, you can ask in your prayer in, of the lawsuit once you respond um, for any costs associated with, you know, that you put out as a result of the lawsuit. So that's definitely an option. Um, what else? Um, if you want to represent yourself, we are an excellent alternative if an attorney is not in your budget. So you can always reach out to us and we'll, we'll see you know, what we can do to help you through your situation as well. But um, if, you, if you can't afford an attorney, then you only have a couple of options. One is to negotiate with the debt collector and two is to represent yourself. Either way, if you've been sued by the debt collector, I always recommend that you respond to the lawsuit. And I'm just going to put this general, I'm going to put this disclaimer out there that, in my opinion, a general denial to everything is not sufficient. Okay, it it it'll you know it'll pause it for a minute, but then it doesn't really um, 
it doesn't it doesn't give you any strategy so we're here for you also you can always visit us at sued by the debt text us you know whatever you need to do 877-505-0618 text consult we can help you okay Tyler but if hiring doesn't hiring an attorney doesn't make sense don't try to force a square peg in a round hole okay number five says Mick Mick says I have a judgment and they are garnishing my wages already is there anything I can do well Mick there's a couple things that you're faced with if they're already garnishing your wages that means um, one of couple couple things um, one they may have done a sewer service where they said they served you but you were never served and then they filed it with the court and said, oh, yeah, they've been served. And they got a default judgment against you unlawfully. So that's one option. Another option is sometimes when we get into um, this type of situation, we kind of close our eyes and we don't we don't want to see what's going on. It's like, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, you know, I can't deal with this. I'm dealing with enough already. And you may you know, or may not have ignored the process and it kind of resulted in a default judgment. You may not have answered your um, lawsuit on time and they requested um, a default judgment. It was granted by the court. There could be a host of different reasons why you uh, have a garnishment. Um, and your question, I believe that you really are trying to get to the bottom of, is there anything you can do? Well, this my friend, unfortunately, is outside of my scope, and I feel like it, it really requires some legal advice. My suggestion would be to um, contact an attorney and um, let them see what's going on as far as a garnishment. Um, go to the court's website, check and see, you know, the re register of actions to see what happened that led up to them getting a um, judgment from you. Um, look at when they got the default judgment against you. All of that matters because if they just got, got a um, judgment against you where they're garnishing your wages, it may quite possibly be able to be reversed. Um, but the expert on that part would be an attorney. So you would need to talk to an attorney about that. And if it's been a while, um, well, I'm... I think you should also consult an attorney. I think that they're going to be the, the best um, source as it relates to maybe getting that judgment set aside if something was done unlawfully, okay? Um, I know that's not the best answer you wanted to hear, but I think it's it's the, um, the smartest answer, okay? Make sure you con contact an attorney and see what you can do to get the judgment set aside, okay? Maybe you didn't have the time you needed to respond to the lawsuit. Maybe they said they served you and you, were, you weren't even in the state. You just, there's, you know, who knows? But you have to take a look at your register of actions to kind of track the, um, the journey to see how they got to that point. Um, you can go, like I said, go to your court's website, pull up your case, and then kind of take a look at the, um, you know, the history. So, all right, I hope that answered your question. Um, all right. So next question is from Michelle. Um, Michelle says, does your formula work in any state? Okay, so what Michelle is referring to is my ADA formula. Okay, it's a, my, my proprietary information. Um, it's called ADA Audit, Defend, 
an answer. And to answer your question, Michelle, yes, it works in any state. The reason why it works in any state is um, the behavior of the debt collector is the same from state to state to state, cross state lines. And what, what I teach you is how to identify the unlawful be behavior they have, what, what types of um, claims they're making from you. So you'll learn um, how to identify what they're claiming against you. Um, you'll learn to identify what kind of laws that they're using that they're saying they're in compliance with that they may not be. Um, you'll learn um, once you responded to their um, questions from the lawsuit that they filed, once you've responded to that portion of it, then you can turn around and um, do your own um, defenses, affirmative defenses, so that, um, first and foremost, they have the burden of proof to prove what they're claiming. And then second, they have to respond. Um, now they have to defend the things that you have claimed in your affirmative defenses, which is very important. And then the last part would be to answer the lawsuit, which means you pull it all together, you get it filed with the court, which is where you avoid the judgment, you don't get your wages garnished, property liens, your bank account emptied, and then you make sure that they get served. So no matter what state you're in, the behavior is the same. There's just going to be some um, typically minor differences maybe within your jurisdiction, but you just want to make sure that you do check for any differences, and you know, you got to make sure that you're reading the the um, lawsuit to see, you know, because they'll tell you certain things. If you don't respond in 15 days, then you could get a default judgment. If you don't do, um, if you don't provide affirmative defenses, then you know, if you don't use it, you lose it. So you want to make sure that you understand your own jurisdiction's rules and regulations. So, okay, but yeah, it does work in any state. We seem to all have the same problem, and and it's, and it's a multi-billion dollar industry that they're taking advantage of the consumers. So we want to make sure that we are doing our part and we are showing up for ourselves. Okay. Um, and Nyo, Nyo, I think it's NGO. Please forgive me for, you know, the poor pronunciation of your name, but Nyo says, what's your guarantee? So she's asking um, for the products and services that sued by the debt collector, what we offer, what is our guarantee in the process? So, you know, what I'm first going to tell you, first and foremost, whether it's a lawyer or whether you do it yourself or, you know, there is no guarantee any other human can give you. Okay. So. You're dealing with human elements on the other side. The judge is a human being, and he, the judge could be having a bad day. And he, you know, I've heard of um, a judge saying, well, you owe somebody, so you might as well pay them. But I also believe that those are not people that have gone through any of um, our programs um, or have used any of our products or services. Because for the judge to blatantly say that, in my opinion, that would open up the doors for an appeal if... The information you provided was solid. Okay, so that's the first thing. Secondly, what is our guarantee? What we can say is this. The guarantee comes from you. We can provide all of the resources you could possibly have. You know, the YouTube channel, the um, 
YouTube channel, Sued by the Debt Collector podcast. The um, podcast itself, Sued by the Debt Collector. You've got Instagram, Sued by the Debt Collector. You've got the website, SuedbythedebtCollector.com. Um, there's going to be an ebook that's going to be released. There's a course. There's, you know, sent a helicopter and a, and a, a jet ski, and we threw a, a life preserver out for you. Um, you can, there's a yacht coming for you. But at the end of the day, no matter how many tools and resources have been provided for you, you have to be in the position to show up for yourself. You have to invest in yourself. And the best guarantee that there could be is one that you provide. Um, if you go to, um, I uploaded an, an episode where um, LD won her case in court. And she was ready for them. And they asked her, well, are you open to settle? And she said, no. And then they said, well, you want to go to trial? She said, yeah. And they were like, well, I guess we don't have anything else to talk about. Well, here's the, here's the thing about that. LD did the work. She put in the work. You know, we provided, she went through the course. And she did what it took to get through the course. When she got through the course, then she got her answer. She avoided her default judgment. And then, you know, they didn't even move forward in the next process of the lawsuit. So when the next hearing came up, they had nothing to fight with. So what's the guarantee there? The guarantee was that she invested in herself. She put in the work to get the answer submitted. She was the hero in her story, not us, not I. The resources were there for her, yes. The resources are really great resources, but at the end of the day, she invested in herself, and which, which gave her the guarantee and that provided her the outcome, her desired outcome. So I say this to you, uh, you've got to invest in yourself and you've got to do the work. That's the only way um, that you're going to be successful in this. Even if an attorney hires you, he cannot get, I'm sorry, even if you hire an attorney, he cannot give you a guarantee because there's human elements on the other side. And if he doesn't do the work, let's say if he drops the ball or whatever, or you don't provide enough information and, you know, it's up to you. Okay. Even if you hire the attorney, their attorney can't do it for you. All right. So, um, I, as you know, I don't like to make the episodes too long. Um, I want to make sure that the information is consumable. But this episode was sponsored by Sued by the Debt Collector. Suedbythedebtcollector.com, where the debt collector is taken from predator to prey. If you have been sued by a debt collector and you need help and you don't know where to begin, visit us at suedbythedebtcollector.com. We are an excellent source when an attorney is not in your budget. Okay. Make sure you visit us at suedbythedebtcollector.com. This is Terry Jordan Adams of Sued by the Debt Collector. Did you get the name yet? <laughs> Just kidding. We will catch you in the ne next episode. And um, what I am going to do is I'm going to start um, doing more FAQs. So please, if you have any questions that you'd like answered or concerns, drop me a comment and I'd love to um, put them in our next FAQ session or maybe even do a podcast episode on that, okay? So if you have any questions, reach out to us. Okay, <laughs> good night. <laughs>